Hey there, I'm so pumped to tell you about an amazing new community I've launched called Grief to Growth Circle Community. It's a space for people who are grieving to come together to support each other and for people who want to know who we are, why we're here, where we're going to have those conversations, all the things we talk about on the podcast. So I invite you to join me at grieftogrowth.com slash community to become part of this compassionate crew. The best part is 100% free. And you have access to me in addition to everybody else in the community. In fact, the podcast will be there so you can talk about the things we talk about in the podcast right there in the community. There's also some premium content if you want to go deeper in the work I'm doing, but mostly it's about building relationships and community and about sharing resources and supporting each other. So come on over and check it out. It's grieftogrowth.com slash community. I'll see you inside. Hi there. Welcome to the Grief to Growth podcast. Your host is Brian Smith, spiritual seeker, grief survivor, and life coach. Brian believes that the worst tragedies of life provide the greatest opportunity for growth. Brian says he was planted, not buried, and he's here to help you grow where you've been planted. In each episode, Brian and his guests will share what has helped them to survive and thrive. His sincere hope is that this episode helps you today. And now, a brief word from our sponsor. When I decided I was going to do a podcast, I knew there were more moving parts than most people expect. How do you record a podcast? Where do you host it? How much will it cost? Do I need special software? How do I distribute it? All these questions were in my mind. I was all set to go with another podcast hosting company. Then I heard about Anchor. I believe that Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place. You can use it right from your phone or from your computer. Anchor is not only free, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor's creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M as in FM radio. And now back to our episode. Yes, this is that awkward episode in which your host is the guest. This feels weird because I don't want to make this podcast all about me. In case you don't know me though, I wanted to take this opportunity to introduce myself to you so that you would know what to expect from this podcast. Grief to Growth is my way of sharing with the world the benefit of the experiences that I've gone through in my 58 years on the planet. I started Grief to Growth in early 2019. Grief to Growth is my coaching website where I offer life coaching and small business consulting services. This podcast launched in early June 2019. I'm Brian Smith, a life coach, grief partner, and small business consultant. My approach to all of my work is from a spiritual perspective. When I say my approach is from a spiritual perspective, I mean it's based on the following belief. We are here for three reasons. One, an education for the soul. This life on earth is like an accelerator course. We can learn more here in a few minutes than in 10,000 years in paradise, our true home. Two, we are for expansion of the soul. We work on ourselves to make ourselves better using these educational experiences that we get when we're here. And three, we're here for the experience. We like adventure. Being here is like going to an amusement park, like being on a roller coaster. 
There are many analogies for life on Earth. Life as a school or an afternoon at the gym are two of my favorites. We're here to learn as we do in school. There are lessons. There's a lesson plan. There are various courses that we take via various experiences that come into our lives. As in a trip to the gym, we only grow by stressing our muscles. Life's not meant to be easy. Life is meant to provide us with challenges. By overcoming these challenges, we increase our strength, just like an athlete increases his strength by lifting weights. Enjoyment is a part of life. We should never forget to stop and smell the roses. However, the main objective is to better ourselves in an environment that tests us. Life is not meant to be a bowl of cherries. Life is designed to provide us with the opportunities to grow for growth through overcoming. To paraphrase John 12:24, until a seed is planted in the soil and dies, it remains alone. But its death will produce many plants, a plentiful harvest of new lives. Planet not buried is the tagline I've chosen for grief to growth. When life puts us under, we can choose to remain buried or we can choose to grow. A little bit about me. Uh, to understand grief to growth, you have to understand wh who I am. So here I'm going to tell you a little bit about me and what brought me to the point of sitting in front of this microphone today. I grew up in a traditional fundamentalist Christian home. Fear of death, fear of hell, fear of God were all part of my psyche before the age of eight years old. I felt I had landed on a planet alone, not only abandoned by God, but hated by him. I wished I had never been born. If the choice was being born and taking a risk of this maniacal God sending me to an internal torture chamber for not loving him or never having existed, I would have chosen the latter, to never have existed. I prayed for annihilation. I was more than a stranger in a foreign land. I was an alien on a hostile planet. I went through high school and college depressed and anxious. Concerning my career, I obtained a Bachelor's of Science degree in Chemical Engineering from The Ohio State University. High school academically was easy for me. I wanted to challenge myself in college, so I took the most difficult major I could think of. After college, I started my career as an engineer. Four years later, I made the shift into sales. Even though I was painfully shy and I hated public speaking, I landed a job with IBM. I figured I'd learn to deal with my social anxiety or I'd get fired. I worked for IBM and several other technology companies over the next 20 years or so in corporate technology sales. After a couple of decades of working for other people, I started Treasure Locks, an internet company to bring in extra income. My background in sales and marketing and technology helped me to make that leap. Our company sells hair and skin care products predominantly for ethnic hair and skin care needs. After a few years of running our company, I knew there was no future in simply selling other people's products, so we developed our own line. That's how I learned about packaging, creating logos, advertising, sourcing products, etc., etc. My wife and I are literally in mom-and-pop operation. Treasure Locks has been enough to sustain us and our girls for nearly two decades. The experience from running Treasure Locks with my wife has given me the skills I use to help other small businesses start up and grow. Since I do nearly everything myself, I've become an expert Googler. If I don't know how to do it, I can usually figure it out with a few Google searches. So as far as my consulting goes, I can help provide hands-on work for your small business or I can provide strategic advice. Other life experiences I've had include a divorce at an early age. I have two children, two amazing girls. I've been fired from a job. 
That was when my oldest daughter was just nine months old. My wife and I moved to a new city, purchased a new home, and I took a sales job that was 100% commission-based, just as she was starting life as a stay-at-home mother. We didn't know how we'd make that work, but we did. If you're going through something you need coaching with, there's a pretty good chance I've gone through something similar. I've made two career changes in addition to several job transitions. I went from engineering to corporate sales and corporate sales to entrepreneurship, and I'm making a third shift now with the grief to growth business. Pivoting back to my spiritual journey for a moment, around the age of 40, nearly two two decades ago, I had a brick wall. The doubts I had about the God of my youth had completely destroyed my self-worth. By this time, I discovered Christian universalism, but I needed more. I needed more than just faith based on what I'd been taught as a child and reading the Bible. This was my second spiritual crisis, my dark night of the soul. Through much exploration, I moved through Christian universalism, exploring Buddhism, and finally coming to my own unique religion I affectionately call Brianism. I don't believe any one religion contains the entire truth, but all, or mostly all anyway, faiths contain some element of the truth. In Sunday school, I was taught you could not pick and choose from a religion as if it were a buffet. But like a lot of other things they taught me, the opposite of true. You most assuredly can pick, and I would venture to say you should pick. In addition to studying everything I could get my hands on regarding religion, This was about the time the scientific community seemed to awaken to the true nature of the universe, which is consciousness. Even though a handful of scientists discovered this over a hundred years ago, people like Planck, Heisenberg, Schrodinger, Einstein, etc., mainstream science remained stuck in a materialist paradigm, saying humans were accidents of a cold, uncaring, and unaware universe, and nothing more. Scientists like Dr. Gary Schwartz we're starting to explore psychic phenomena. The term near-death experience was coined by Raymond Moody in the late 1970s, and the experiences of billions of people on the planet were suddenly recognized as more than the death throes of an oxygen-starved brain or the wishful thinking of religious nuts. Near-death experiences were starting to be taken seriously. My faith today, and I put faith in quotes, is informed by my spiritual studies and my scientific explorations. I'm not the kind of person that takes a lot on faith. People criticize doubting Thomas from the Bible. I don't. I would have put my finger in Jesus' wounds too. I want to know. Many times exploring the truth was scary. I've stepped off many a cliff, wondering if I plunged to my death. I recall several moments when I accepted that something I thought was true was proven to be untrue. But I've committed to follow the data no matter where it leads. I've committed to following the truth, even if it means risking my faith. I've risked my faith many times in pursuit of the truth. But to date, each time I've, quote, lost my faith, I've found it anew. Today, my belief in the goodness of the universe, the plan for our lives, and the nature of human beings as spiritual beings is stronger than ever. Four years ago, my faith was tested as it never had been. My younger daughter, Shana, passed on at age 15, suddenly and unexpectedly, in 2015. Shana is an amazing scholar, a gifted athlete, caring, inspiring, and a leader. I speak of Shana in the present tense because she still is. I say passed on instead of passed away or died because Shana did not die. She's still with me every day, nagging me, pushing me. 
Shayna is the reason you're hearing my voice now. Kayla, my older daughter, recently graduated from the University of Toledo with a bachelor's in psychology and a minor in Spanish. She plans to pursue a master's in counseling. When the girls were young, we asked about leaving them treasure locks to run. Neither was interested in running our family business. Who knows, maybe Kayla will work with me one day in this business. Stranger things have happened. A few days after Shayna passed, I started a blog in her honor. That blog today contains over a thousand posts. Shayna insists that one day I'll write a book. She has delivered that message in many ways and through many people. That book's in the works. Earlier I said that I believe the difficulties in life are for a reason. Often, usually, these reasons can only be understood as we look back on life. Soren Kierkegaard wisely observed that life can only be understood backwards, but must be lived forward. This is where faith comes in. The ability to believe that what is happening is happening for us, not to us. That's faith. In my early life, toxic religion led to thanatophobia, a morbid fear of death. That led to anxiety and depression, which haunted me until I was able to break free from the toxic religion. This mixture of fear and depression was excruciatingly painful. However, it was the fear and pain that was the motivation to study the truth about who we are, who God is, and what we are doing here. I could not be comfortable with the image I was given. Discomfort is what causes us human beings to change. As long as we're comfortable, we will remain the same. It's only when we are planted that we grow. So, ironically, the pain of my early life is what led me to the discoveries that I have today. After Shana's passing, I doubled down on my pursuits in afterlife studies. At the risk of sounding immodest, I am somewhat of an expert on afterlife. In addition to having read most of the experts in the field and listening to their podcasts and interviews, I work with mediums, healers, and grief counselors on a regular basis as part of my volunteer work. I've had the privilege of speaking with many of them. In future episodes, you will hear from some of them. A little more about what I'm doing today. I'm on the boards of the Soul Phone Foundation and Helping Parents Heal. At the Soul Phone Foundation, I work to facilitate the availability of afterlife communications technology. I am honored to work with Dr. Mark Pitstick and Dr. Gary Schwartz. Coincidentally, or maybe not so coincidentally, Gary's book, The Afterlife Experiments, was, I believe, the first book I read on the afterlife 17 years ago, 13 years before Shana's passing. Dr. Schwartz and I both believe strongly in synchronicity. Seemingly random events that occur against all odds do not happen by accident. I am one of four leaders of the Helping Parents Heal online Facebook group, which as of June 2019 has about 4,500 members. We work to help parents cope with the passing of their children. Helping Parents Heal provides a space and resources for parents whose children have passed on to help them with this, which is life's most difficult lesson, the passing of a child. Now, I believe there are three keys keys to coping with grief. One is, no death is not the end of your loved one or you. Two, know that your loved one has not left you. Your loved one is still an active part of your life. Make them so. Three, you will see your loved one again. This physical existence is not forever. They have just gone ahead. You will join them one day. If you can embrace these three things, you can cope with your grief. My approach to life coaching is fairly systematic. 
I want to help you grow and get joy from life. It's that simple. That's the goal. To accomplish that, we start by, one, identifying who you are, two, identifying what you want, three, identify what is stopping you from getting what you want, and four, we make a plan to bust through those roadblocks. Using techniques that I've been trained in, and more importantly, several decades of life experience, I work with my clients to help them help themselves. Knowing who you are is a start. We work to assess what it is you truly believe, what brings you joy, what do you value? Now, I believe that service is life's greatest joy. Serving others is what brings us purpose and fulfillment. I can't prove that to you, but that's the way I believe we're designed. We will often pursue other things, money, fame, fortune. But if you look at those who have achieved those things, you will often find they're the most miserable, miserable people on the planet. Why? Well, because when you have those things, when you don't have those things, You can always believe that once you get them, you'll be happy. In a paradoxical way, not having those things gives you hope that if you had them, you'd be happy. And that hope brings some amount of satisfaction. But once you've achieved those things and you're still unhappy, you're miserable indeed, unless you realize the true key to joy. So, what's the podcast all about? My plan is to offer you the insights I have learned during my life. Knowledge can be gained by studying or experience. Wisdom is knowing how to apply that knowledge. Wisdom typically only comes by experience. But a great part of being human is that we can gain wisdom from other people's experiences if we're open to listening to what they have to tell us. For example, people who study near-death experiences often have very similar, if not the same, benefits as those who actually have near-death experiences. I plan to interview healers, people with life experiences, experts in fields like consciousness, the afterlife, etc. Some of my guests will be controversial. I work with a lot of mediums. People sometimes ask me why I work with mediums. Well, I do it because I believe their abilities are real, first of all. I've tested several of them myself. I don't just believe, I know. And one of the quickest ways to heal yourself from the loss of a loved one is to know that loved one isn't truly lost. Your religion might teach you that they've gone to heaven. You might think you'll see them again someday in the sweet by and by. But what if you could know that they never really left? I will have people on who can offer you services to help you heal and to grow. And I will have, quote, ordinary people because we each have extraordinary stories. We will talk about grief, but the emphasis will be on growth. I will have people who will share with us how they overcame. I love a good overcomer story. But I'll let you in on a secret. If you're listening to this, you're an overcomer yourself. This earth school ain't easy. Just surviving in this place is an accomplishment. I love the way Natalie Sudman, an NDE experiencer, put it. This is what she wrote as she experienced life outside of her body after being mortally wounded in an improvised explosive device attack. Quote, From the perspective of the body, it was understood that it takes some skill to even exist in the physical body, in the physical world. It takes a skill of focus to maintain consciousness within a physical body and then to participate in a collective, cooperative, creative experience of being in this physical world. So we're all amazing. We're all jet pilots flying 50 feet off the deck upside down. We are very cool. Just by showing up here, just by showing up. End quote. You. That's you. 
You're freaking amazing. I'm excited about this venture with the podcast. I hope you are too, and I hope you'll join me in future episodes. Please let me know what you like and don't like by emailing me at brian at grieftogrowth.com. That's B-R-I-A-N at grief, the number two, growth.com. Would you like to hear many episodes, like five to ten minute episodes? Do you want interviews? Are there any guests you'd like for me to try to get? Just let me know and we'll work together. Thanks a lot. I will see you soon. Well, that's it for another episode of Grief to Growth. This is your host, Brian Smith. Reach out to me anytime at grieftogrowth.com. That's G-R-I-E-F, the number two, growth.com. I look forward to hearing from you, and I'll be back with you with another podcast soon. Hey there, if you liked this episode, come on over and talk about it. Let me know what you liked. If you didn't like this episode, come on over and talk about it. Let me know what you didn't like. Go to grieftogrowth.com slash community and look for Talk About the Podcast. I'll see you there.